Let the games begin. Welcome to the 23rd episode of Chronicle News Dump, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss. I am humble podcast host Aaron Vantile, joined as always by syndicated weekly AM radio program co-host Eric Schwartz, who is officially in the pocket of both big politics and big media as of this recording. And big tobacco. <laughs> Don't forget big tobacco. <laughs> of course, big tobacco. Uh, with us this week is Jackson Gardner making what could be his final appearance on the podcast. Penultimate. Penultimate. Penul- I, I, penultimate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that next week then, I suppose. It's Sunday, November 15th. And once again, the biggest news story is something that took the world by storm. Terrified Country Club America wreaked havoc on waitresses all over the country, caused a big crash, fell out of the limelight for a spell, and then made an out-of-nowhere huge impression on Masters Weekend when everyone was surprised about what was happening in Georgia. This year, I'm not talking about Tiger Woods, though, because coronavirus has made a triumphant return, and we will probably be locked down pretty quick. It sounds like it's coming tomorrow. Eric Schwartz has more. I like uh, you, 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 you're right. We'll probably be locked down pretty quick, and that clearly <laughs> was written before uh, Governor Jay Inslee's address at 11 a.m. this morning, which... You know, it took me out of Sunday school, for one, um, so I was already disappointed. And then uh, the news, I thought, was quite disconcerting as well. Every restaurant and bar is, uh, can only do takeout only. Um, this right here, gentlemen, uh, is an illegal gathering as of tomorrow, because this is three people from three different households. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. True. <laughs> I'm just True. saying. Um, I think the biggest one is the gatherings, because we're right ahead of Thanksgiving, so last week we had... Nice Jay Inslee come out with his wife, Trudy, and they were like, hey, guys, can you, uh, can you not gather on Thanksgiving, please? And then Sunday, Jay Inslee arrives without Trudy, and he's just like, if you do, it's illegal. <laughs> well, so. to, to go back to whether this is uh, uh, an illegal gathering, does the, the fact that the Chronicle is an essential uh, business, does that kind of grant us some immunity towards that? Don't that, you know, the legality? me with facts. The F in boy stands for family. And I think that the covers... R stands for revenue. <laughs> <laughs> the A stands for always there for you. Uh, as the husband of a bartender, I am quite upset by this. We will essentially probably lose you know, a, a good percentage of income. And you take that across the board. There's no stimulus this time. Um, unemployment running short with the state. So it's, uh, man, it's, uh, it's troubling. I know a lot of people out there feeling, feeling very upset. Is there anything we can do about it? Probably just uh, fill our guts, right, at local restaurants? Uh, yes, before tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So after this, we are no, going to... Take out after that. We are going to be making the tower crawl of food. Yeah. Gonna what would that look like? Going to go down to the hub and have probably mm-hmm. oysters and a burger. And go to the tower and get a bag of chips. <laughs> go over to the branch and get like uh, something very fancy and expensive but tasty. <laughs> Then, uh, you know, bang on the door until they open up uh, Berry Fields, get a sandwich. Yeah. And then go to Holly's Place and get the whole quart of ice cream with mm-hmm. all the fixings. And then you have to go to uh, the Olympic Club and get, uh, you know, one of the, like the Neon Burger or something. Maybe the Dungeness Burger. Go to Man, the Azteca. how long can you go on? <laughs> how long can you Azteca. do this? That's a long way to go still. <laughs> Some burritos. Then you got to make a jack backup uh Oh, no, while you're tower. down there, Don's Delectables, get yourself a tuna melt. A uh, tuna melt or like a slice of cake. Yeah. And you got to go to Blarney's and get the hot wings. 
and uh, then you can start on the uh, the taco bus circuit. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's plenty of options out there. Uh, we are going to be quite stuffed. Probably only until Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I'll and, and I'll when, see when we'll be eating if, alone. If you're in position, I, I I think and I think a lot of people will do it too. Uh, Prosecutor Jonathan Meyer uh, had posted on Facebook today about just that how. Um, if, if everybody intentionally supports our community, not necessarily big corporations that are in our community, then we might be able to have more businesses come out of the other side. So that's yeah. what we'll be doing. So no Applebee's for me. Uh, Jackson, I know you're a big Taco Bell guy. Please resist. It's all Tacos El Rey now at this Good. point. Well, those are local employees, too. So I guess I'm being a little harsh, but all still. Right. Yeah, but you I know, think Taco Bell's they'll, worried. They'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have, uh, so we've covered the lockdown and Lewis County has also seen a spike in coronavirus cases. This is no doubt part of, uh, the cause for the lockdown. Uh, we had 90 new cases Friday. No, that, uh, not 90 new cases Friday. Here's the point of consternation. We've, uh, and we wrote about it in Saturday's edition. You can still pick that up. A story called why Lewis County's COVID-19 data is lagging behind the state's. And we had a reader point this out. If you go to the Department of Health website, they're tracking, um, as of yesterday, they were tracking more than 100 cases ahead in Lewis County compared to what Lewis County has reported. Um, And Lewis County Public Health says they want to confirm everyone is an actual resident of Lewis County before they do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the reporting was fantastic, and it, it meant that there had to be a big increase in cases, if it were correct, over the weekend. And then today, of course, we have 32 new cases of COVID-19 um, reported here in Lewis County. So that speaks to the accuracy of the reporting, I think. Yeah. Um, Indeed. All right. Uh, are we all done with COVID? Or do we have any other COVID-related topics we need to cover before jumping into a topic that's near and dear to my heart? I would just say overall to take it seriously, even if you're a bit skeptical. Um, I think anger is going to make a lot of anger over Inslee's orders are going to make a lot of people just kind of throw in the towel on uh, social distancing and things like that. And I just I hope that doesn't happen because it is a real virus and people are being hospitalized and dying from it. So, Uh, yes, I agree. So uh, we move to a lighter topic before we jump into a heavier topic. This one, the annual lighted tractor parade will be drive-through at the fairgrounds. So, who's going? Oh, we'll be going. The Schwartz family will be making a drive-through. Great, Jackson, are you gonna? Uh, I hold will it out? likely not be in attendance. Although I'm Christmas? bummed out. I'm bummed that I will not be in attendance. No, um, I will probably be in Bothell at my parents' house for the holidays. Do uh, they have a drive-in tractor parade? They do not have. A, they they do have a holiday parade. Uh, except I don't know what the contingency plan is this year. I haven't been following up on uh, the what's what's happening with Bothell City Hall and their parade. But uh, I do think that that is. I mean, it sounds like because I've obviously I've never been to one of the tractor parades like that. Well, is you're one missing of, out. It, well, that's what I'm trying to get at here. It it's sounds cool. like this is one of the cooler things that uh, Centralia has to offer in in sort of over the holidays. Aaron is an anti-paradist. So. However. This type of parade, I don't mind. The drive-through portion or yeah. just the lighted tractor parade? Yeah, we're one step closer to my dream parade of sitting in your house and looking out the window. Yeah. If you want. I mean, uh, this is like, this is Centralia's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, sounds like. It well, is. It's a very yeah. big deal. And they're moving it to the fairgrounds. And Which I'm sure people are very bummed about. Yeah, um, it looks like kind of like the uh, like light up the park Christmas with that Christmas cool. lights kind of thing, that but with cool. parade events. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. Um, I appreciate them having an event and not ca- canceling it altogether. We've seen 
you know, early on in this pandemic, everything would just get canceled, and now it seems like people are trying to adjust and uh, find these models that work. But yeah, I do think a lot of people will be upset about it. I also hope they learn from the uh, from the Halloween um, drive-through event over at the Veterans Memorial Museum, um, where you ended up with a huge backup with cars. Uh, maybe they can do some slotted times. I don't know. Maybe do it a couple nights. Uh, well, I'm sure it won't just be a one-night thing. Oh, it um, is a one-night thing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a one-night thing. Yes, it's on December you? 12th. Oh, well. You know, the, yeah, I, I, how, how many parades have you ever made into multi-day events? Come on now. Well, this it's is a, a drive-through parade. It's different. Uh, yeah, it's only uh, three sentences, this story. You know, it's just a little brief, and you didn't read any of them. Or else you would right. know that it was it's going Guilty. to be for Guilty. one day. December 12th, um, you can go to downtowncentralia.org to, uh, to register if you're interested in having a float or vehicle involved. But they got lots of space out there at the fairgrounds. On the, I imagine they're going to do it on the back end as a big loop. Mm-hmm. Is I, I'm not certain, and it doesn't say that here. But driving around the uh, the perimeter loop there, where you know you park stock trailers and things like that. No, well, usually I go back there to look at carnies, but oh, during well, the Southwest Washington <laughs> Fair, wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, but that. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Moving one along. thing on that, if you want your own personal light parade, you can drive up uh, Pearl these days, and there's a brand new sign outside a certain local law firm. Would you like to talk more about that? Beautiful sign. It almost. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> the new sign outside of the Altazza Ranabarno uh, law firm. I hadn't noticed it yet. Oh. You hadn't noticed <laughs> no. it. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Very prominent. Oh, well, <laughs> you didn't hear about it uh, in the pre-show meeting? I before. saw it. I don't know why we want to talk so much about the, the sign over at the law firm. It does look lovely, and I like that it's similar to what like the Tower Tavern has and the you know kind of the neon feel of downtown uh-huh. Centralia. I think every business, it should be a code that you have to have some neon in your storefront. Yeah, like there's, the, the, there's the, uh, the Gibson sign above like mm-hmm. O'Blarney's for the mm-hmm. old Gibson house. Uh, yeah, the tower's got one. Uh, they're lighting up the Centralia Theater. Yeah, everything. Neon lights everywhere. And shout out to the city of Mini Centralia. Vegas. They've got the Christmas decorations out there. Or at least I saw they were working on them. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks so good. It's looking festive. And uh, yeah. And speaking of the city of Centralia, this is in our pre-show meeting. This is a hot topic. Quite contentious. Very contentious. Centralia's new police chief wants riot gear. Uh, so. New Centralia Police Chief Stacy Denham was on a Zoom virtual city council meeting the other day. Mm-hmm. Workshop. I, as I understand workshop. it, a workshop, yes. Um, and there is a request to the city <clears throat> for $30,000 worth of riot gear. Uh, why? Uh, Stacy Denham explained to the city council, what if there's a riot in town? Um, and essentially, he was criticized online for this, I believe. Um His comment was, if there's an officer-involved shooting and Centralia is not immune to this, especially and sadly if it involves a person of color, Centralia does have a lot of people of color coming to Centralia. Law enforcement doesn't get to choose who is going to be arrested and we don't get to choose who is actually going to fight the officer, threaten the officer, or end up in a shooting, Denham said. So, essentially, they are asking for riot gear in the event that an officer-involved shooting 
results in a person of color because more of them are moving here being shot and a riot could ensue and they will need the riot gear to deal with that hypothetical riot. Well, he didn't say specifically people of color, so I'll correct you in real time as we go. Especially and sadly if it involves a person of color. That's right, but he didn't say only a person of color. No. But that has been what what has sparked rioting and protest which are two different things support protests if you're having a protest you do not need riot gear am i correct you are correct yes okay so if a riot were to break out you mm-hmm. would prefer my understanding of your stance you would prefer that we wait for the olympia police department to come down here and then centralia police kind of just stand back is there any chance that we could use the funding that is going for riot gear to preventative measures to ensure that maybe nobody gets shot in the first place you could nip this whole thing in the bud. What do you, what preventative measures are you suggesting? Uh, outreach training. to the rioters. Uh, outreach, <laughs> yes. Outreach negotiators. To the rioters. Uh, I suppose that would be enough to hire a negotiator to come out and say, "Guys, please stop rioting." Uh, training to ensure that uh, you know perhaps not so many people are shot. You don't think that officers already have that training? I think some of them do. I, what about? I think, uh, I think they all do. Do they have body cams? I don't think they all have body cameras. Uh, what is the, but I don't know that. What is either. the body cam budget versus the riot gear budget? I literally don't know. All right. Well, but I do know that the police's overall budget is fifteen million dollars. That's a um, lot. And this is a drop in the bucket. And I tend to I tend to side uh, with Max Vote, Councillor Max Vote. Um, to me, this is a no-brainer. First of all, I totally trust our police chief. If he says that's what we need, this then we probably need it. I want to make sure our officers are protected. I don't think it's militarization. It may look like that, but if our chief says it's for protection, I'm going to side with him. Uh, How has trotting out officers in riot gear worked in other cities? Counselor Rebecca Stabler made that same same statement, and I I still think it's like a chicken or the egg thing we're talking about here. I don't think they showed up in riot gear um, the first time, and there was no, you know, there had been no violence, no Mm -hmm. destruction. They were just like, well, these protesters sure are mouthy i don't like that let's go get our riot gear on and start hitting them with batons <laughs> like uh-huh. that's not what i've witnessed when i watched the the coverage so i really do think though it is a matter of like you know need and, and then there's the question of you know preventative measures but like we did go through this entire summer where you know rioting did happen in other cities we it had did. protests of our own mm-hmm. there was no evidence that any rioting was happening locally and I did think it was interesting because I did a I did a story back in I think it was June when they were looking for uh, the next police chief for Centralia and was talking with some of the city council about uh, you know if they're using sort of this moment to sort of reckon with who they want in their next <clears throat> uh, chief of police for the for the city and although he wasn't uh, quoted uh, in this story and I don't believe he was actually at the meeting that was uh, referenced in the story. But uh, Councillor uh, Cameron McGee had told me, and it's like he said, and it's quoted in the story that we don't need um, someone buying gear that we don't actually need. And now he didn't say riot gear, mm-hmm. but there was sort of this implication that was like, well, rioting is not happening around here. That's gear that we don't need. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. That is an interesting uh, look at it. I would say. And that was yes. before that was before you know Denim was ever even hired for the gig. So yeah, um, I you know personally I feel like in this current moment with everything else going on with city funds presumably 
dropping a little bit. It seems like a unnecessary preventative, not even preventative, like hedging your bets measure that what if somebody gets shot and there's a riot in town, then we will need this stuff. It feels like... The more dangerous more, hedging a bet, though, would be to, I'm going to bet that it never happens, and I, then it does. I mean, you could also use that funding somehow to help make sure it doesn't happen. It's like investing in a first aid kit instead of learning how to use your knife. I mean, that's like, yeah, it is a $30,000 hedging a bet right there for that, yeah. for that equipment. So, I mean, you know, you it's, do always want to say you always want to be prepared for everything, but... That's that is thirty thousand dollars for something that is extremely unlikely in this area. I think is is fair to say. Pop quiz: When was the last major moment of civic unrest in downtown Centralia, and how did that turn out? And was riot gear involved? I don't think riot gear had been invented at that point. If you're talking about <laughs> I, the Centralia massacre, again. well, you bring up the Centralia <laughs> massacre. Interesting. Um, yeah, you know, Centralia police handled the uppity wobblies just fine without any. Right gear back then, but they weren't armed with rocks and sticks. I don't know. I, uh, you and I will always view this issue differently because I think we view police differently. I am a you know big fan. You're a not I, so much. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I both law-abiding citizens often, <laughs> occasionally. Um, but my thing is, is you know we covering the Centralia Police Department. We're right across the street from them. Um, we see them coming and going. You know we we learn them by name. Um, I guess my opinion is if in this growing era of uh, social unrest, which I think we can all agree in our lifetimes at least, this is the most unrest we've seen. Um, I think yes. it'd be nice if they had some protection if they're getting glass bottles or rocks thrown at them. So, I like it. I'm, I'm pro riot gear. I, I think you can be pro riot gear. I never thought I'd have to make that declaration. <laughs> and also be pro taking some kind of tangible steps to ensure that kind of Riot doesn't break out. There, there's no inciting incident for a riot. I am much more pro prevent an inciting incident than pro riot gear. If, I'm you're, if you're in the police store and there's training to not shoot somebody on one aisle and riot gear on the other, and you've only got space in your police cart for one item, <laughs> I know which one I would choose. Well, we would have never heard about this purchase if the counselors hadn't requested a workshop, which is how it works. Um, and after this meeting, it's the last line in the story, I think, um, it was passed as part of the budget on first yes. reading. So unless one of them decides that they're, they've are they got a big issue, I think they all see that it's a small portion yeah. of, a, of a budget. And, and, and I mean, it's also, it's hard to, to try and you know, equivocate it like that. It's like, oh, well, you could either spend $30,000 on riot gear or $30,000 on some training that in theory might, you know, like yeah, that's not that's how true. it really works. Like you're choosing to make an investment in, yeah. in stuff like riot gear or it's, it's more of a philosophical, like what kind of direction do we want our police department going? Like, are we going to be investing in stuff like riot gear, stuff like that? Or are we kind of looking at like, you know, kind of investing in, you know, the actual officer, I guess. Yeah, there is that. Uh, I guess I see it more from an, just a straight optics standpoint. Oh, yeah, uh, no. And so that's kind of where I come from on it. It'd be nice to have it laying around. Maybe they never have to use it. Yeah, maybe, maybe there will be a I'll completely different kind of riot. Yeah. I'll, yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows what we have at, uh, ahead maybe of us? Maybe those the those the union boys will act up again. I also think that what you saw in Seattle, as far as the rioting, not the protests, um, but as far as the rioting, I think that would. And I hate to say it because I don't want it to sound like it would be like a militant thing. I think that the people of Centralia would largely take matters into their own hands. 
So yeah, I don't think Centralia is ripe for any kind of civil unrest riots of that nature. L- Lewis County in general. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't think either of you are wrong on all this, by the way. I'm sorry if I was for my no. harsh rhetoric. Um, Aaron, I know that you do appreciate the police. But I do appreciate... It was a low blow. It was I, a low blow. I very much appreciate the police and the work they do, and the Centralia Police Department has always been fine to me. Uh, I think they do a good job in a number of difficult situations. Uh, I've always said that Centralia may not be the greatest city, but we do have the most interesting crime for the most part. Lewis County in general seems to have interesting crime, and yep. so the Central Police have a, they do have a tough job. Yeah, no, I think they do. They do too. And crime's up everywhere. Um, that's what they're saying, anyways. So, um, best of luck to everyone. And no one wants the officer to ever have to draw their gun, anyways. I think anyone. No. No. <laughs> There's not a single person that wants that to happen. Can we move to a lighter topic? We should. My goodness. Local baker to be featured on Christmas Cookie Challenge TV show. What? Yes. I just just want to note, this story got more interactions on Facebook than Jay Inslee could muster with three posts. So (laughs) I I just want to let you know. Jay Inslee's cookies aren't as delicious as Ashley Christmas. Did you write this, Jackson? Yeah, hell yeah, I did. And how was it? It was great. It was awesome. I loved talking with her. She was uh, just a really cool girl to... uh, right woman to talk with mm-hmm. um she has a basically an like she's an online cookie vendor and she is shipping cookies all around the country mm-hmm. um through this is not a side gig this is her ghost is so full time yeah no she is this is this is her hustle um <clears throat> and sweet sweet dough cookie company is the name of it uh you can good name find her on instagram facebook her website wherever you want to uh, find her but uh, she had, and, and she, you know, as many foodies are, really into the Food Network and, and stuff like that. So she had been watching this show, and it, it really is kind of, you know, right in her wheelhouse. This is the Christmas cookie baking challenge for and the Food Network. Is... And she is a cookie baker. So this is Ashley Christman. Ashley Christman, she's 26. Mm-hmm. She could win $10,000 on Food Network's Christmas cookie challenge. It airs Monday at 7 p.m. That's tomorrow night, correct? That is correct, Yes. And there are three judges. Have you learned anything about the judges? Uh, so I watched an episode uh, in prep of this story. And you doing the... your homework. <laughs> you just reminded me of the Cam Newton commercial where he's just working the ropes and trying to get back in the game. So that's Jackson out there working Jackson for a story. just like eating home-baked cookies and watching TV. I figured, I, you know, maybe there's something that I should know going in. Um Although I will say I'm trying to remember the judges' names and uh, none of them were memorable enough to like you know like it wasn't like uh, it wasn't oh, like I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of a something. big name of cooking and now I just I'm totally blank like Emeril Lagasse or uh, sure I don't Wolfgang know Puck <laughs> yeah who's the uh, the blonde guy that's always yelling I'm trying to think of more Black like the, the, the well. Uh, he is oh uh Chrissy Teigen she she cooks no you're thinking of uh the Hell's Kitchen guy yeah Gordon Ramsay Gordon Ramsay yeah no 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 one no like uh titans of the industry I guess you could say (laughs) but um it's a pretty neat show like you go through two challenges one's a 90 minute one one's a two hour and 30 minute one Mm -hmm. so you you know and I think and she didn't really tell me what happened to the tape it got taped in August yeah um I was gonna but, say. So if she won ten thousand dollars, were you looking all around to see if there's like? I, I will say this. I, 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 I will say this. I was trying to sort of read her body language and try and give me a sense of like how this went. And she played it cool. I'll say it. I 
I think she won. You think I think she won. I think she won. I think she won. I think she won. She wow. was. She was. Uh, uh, you know, there was a. I guess a twinkle in her eye. Maybe. All right. Well, we. I are, don't know. Okay, we are officially calling tomorrow night's Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> We're Ashley Christmas. <laughs> Congratulations, Ashley. Um, another brave call. Oh no. What uh, What does she charge for cookies? Like, so I'm no. The, like, these are. Top-notch cookies, like you're not getting bad. These like we're talking like sixty bucks a dozen. Here. Damn, they're like yeah. custom designs, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like these are these are deluxe. All right. Um, and uh, another another footnote I should add. Uh, can anyone guess where this great business, the Sweet Dough Cookie Company, was founded? Anyone? Shahalis. Uh, no. Okay. I can understand why it, you would guess in, that. Is though. it in Washington? It is in Washington. Oh. It holds a place that is very near and dear to my heart. Pullman. Pullman, Washington is where Sweet Dough Cookie Company was founded, right in her kitchen. Wow. At least there's one winner from Pullman. (laughs) I don't even know who I was zinging. (laughs) Someone got zinged. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm offended. Yeah, that was a nice, light story. I, As the person who posts all of our Facebook stuff, I have legitimately been having a hard time finding positive news lately. And we get our business stories that we constantly do, um, and having something like this was nice. Just It is nice to have some People need something, yeah, other than just, you know, COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah. I would love to uh, see local, like, the Chehalis area TV ratings to see if uh, Food Network uh, Christmas Cookie Challenge could compete with, like, Monday Night Football or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but it would be, if there weren't a lockdown coming, it would be interesting to see if it's playing at, like, the pub or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what reality show would you guys each most like to be on, if you had your choice? Ooh. I would love, and it would be hilarious. I think I would survive longer than the last place person alone alone oh, <laughs> oh, no not even close not you even drop close. me on seminary not hill with a, <laughs> with a uh, probably a sword and uh yeah i think i could do it for a few days oh, oh you're on seminary your no. 10 items are all cigarettes yeah. <laughs> that's rude <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I leave not because I'm out of food, but because I'm out of <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> Awful. Uh, Jackson, totally don't what, even smoke. What reality show would you? I could see Ooh. you like taking a stab at The Real World or The Bachelor or something. No, 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 no. I would fail. Well, you would be I on would, The Bachelorette. I would fail miserably at that. I think. I don't think I would. I, I don't think I would gel well with the uh, the competition. You know, like I feel like I I wouldn't be. Uh, how am I trying to put this? I don't want to sell myself short here. I'm just trying to say that, you know, those guys, it gets aggressive on that kind of show. And, you know, you realize the camera's in front of your face and you kind of, you got to jockey for position with the other guys. Like, yeah. I just don't think I would, uh, I would thrive I think you'd be that. a fan favorite voted off early. Like, you would not Perhaps. be a rose. Okay, for sure. I think, I, maybe. I think people would be like, hey, that guy's kind of quirky. I like him. But would be like, damn, Jackson was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, the, I mean, he's Dude gorgeous. had the softest towels in the street. <laughs> Aaron, I see you as more of a uh, Housewives of Centralia kind of <laughs> contestant. Uh, I would, uh, I would be like on House Hunters or something. I think that that would be a, would, that would, would be an interesting one. I think like a, a Survivor that would be 
Because it's not like it's not like an alone where you like legitimately have to like. I would. I think I'd do fine on alone. Like I'm pretty. Stubborn. You would do fine on alone. You wouldn't so. last it three days. You've never watched it, have you? I have watched it. Yeah. A guy killed a wolverine in the last season. So. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah. I wouldn't win, but like I would be. You think you would go longer than fourteen days? Yeah, I'd be fine out in the wilderness. Oh, I don't think I'm so. an Eagle Scout. People forget that. He's an Eagle Scout. I, I, no, I don't doubt that you're an Eagle Scout. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think when you really get, like, you know, you feel like you can do it, and everyone that goes on that show, you know, it's like, oh, I could be out there for months. Yeah. And then push really comes to shove, and it's like, oh, man, I don't have this, or, like, you know, I can't really actually go drive back now. <laughs> and then you just can't. I make really am thinking we should return to the idea that I had, Aaron, which is to do a Lewis County alone. Like you get dropped in the Logan District, <laughs> Jackson gets dropped in Randall, I, I get dropped in Riderwood. No, you would get dropped in like Pluvius outside of PL. Exactly. <laughs> like you have to find your way to. We could have some celebrities. I don't know, local politicians. Gary Stamper gets, has to live in West Lewis County <laughs> instead of East Lewis County. A Lewis County alone would be great. Like you have to find your way out of the Little Hills. And yeah, the I first think one to reach the Chronicle wins. Ne- Netflix would take it, man. They'll buy anything. Yeah, They'll take it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Seminary Hill, Friends of Seminary Hill photo contest won by a man who walks with his son. Mario Arlano won, and he got a hundred dollars. It was a nice photo. It's going up the steps there, right at the beginning of the trail. You yeah. have the sun peeking through the trees. Yeah, it's an actual that, blue sky. Is that shot on a cell phone? I think so. I'd yeah. assume so since he's shooting. Yeah, it, it looks way. like he set it up with a tripod. And that would have uh, made made uh, Crawler proud right there. Cool little photo contest in Seminary Hill. Um, what have you guys seen in or around Seminary Hill that made you wish you had your camera ready? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Speak at length about I this. I would say, before we, we say our experiences, that Seminary Hill has experienced a bit of a renaissance. There's the gentleman that walks it every day. Um, Seminary Hill has been cleaned out a bit, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no shortage of structures for the homeless I've seen out there. Mm -hmm. I've seen uh, some toilet paper with poo on it Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. right in the middle of the trail. Wow, this is some really disparaging stuff. (laughs) That's why I said it first. This is the old seminary hill. It's a totally safe place to go now. I know you have a funny experience up there. Uh, Yeah, I used to take Ralph running when Ralph was in better shape in Seminary Hill, and we were coming around the, uh, the south side, I guess. And uh, there was not only two loose dogs not tied to anything, but when we approached the dogs, one of them kind of yelped. And then out uh, just off the trail, a sleeping bag stirred and the flap lifted up and the two gentlemen in the sleeping bag uh, (laughs) hollered at the dogs to come to them. And Ralph and I got out of there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they they were homeless or just good time boys or what, Um, but either way, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't want to make light of the homeless, Aaron. I know. No, that's, uh, I, that's, that's I know. Other than police, it's the only thing you hate is the homeless. So, <laughs> yes. but no, it's a great place to walk. I don't want to. It, you yeah. know, I wouldn't say there's any safety concerns or anything. No, no it's a very nice. Tra- it's very nice to have it so close to downtown too. I yeah. think. I think we get very excellent coverage of Seminary Hill because Celine, our reporter, is uh, an avid walker of Seminary Hill. I know that about her. So, and, I, and, and she, most of our Seminary Hill stories, if you'll notice, are written by her. And Chronicle columnist Brian Mitke is also a uh, avid Seminary Hill fanatic. Yeah, and former editor. I think he's the president of their board, if I'm not mistaken. It might have right. cycled over. Me at all. He's probably written songs about it. Yeah, well, he's worked in the newsroom for many, many years, so he's smart. And when he sends us information that he wants in the paper, he writes it in AP style in mm-hmm. complete length. And so it basically, <laughs> you can just take it and slap it into the document, and it's, it's good to go. 
so he knows he can get that coverage. Yeah. Smart man. All right. Uh, any other news topics we need to cover before moving on to business feature roundup? Uh, not off the top of my head. What about you, Jackson? What, what was your favorite story you worked on this week? Favorite story that Probably the I worked lady. on this week? Yeah, yeah I was going to say the cookie lady. Acid, Chrisman. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, how about the this one? Lots of questions, and you and I have already discussed yes. it. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, what was the one that we were talking I'll about? Read the headline, yeah. and then you tell us about it, Jackson. Centralia yeah. woman accused of stabbing man on side of Interstate 5 says she was defending her father. Yeah. So obviously there's a lot of pieces there with that headline. we got a lot of different things going on here. First of all, we have a fight that broke out between two parties. Uh, one was a, you know, dad and daughter, and then the other was a person known to their family, wasn't related to them, but was known in, according to uh, the woman who was charged in the story for stabbing someone, according to her attorney, had really given that family a lot of grief. Anyways, there was a fight that broke out between these two. And she was alleging that this man was beating up her father. Um, and so she rushed out and stabbed him. And With uh, a pocket knife. With correct? a pocket knife, yes. Didn't actually initially tell that to police um, when they reported an assault on her. Um, but, you know, they eventually found out because the guy had made it out to Longview, which he would have driven right by Providence, uh, just where he was on one of the distributor lanes um, on I-5 in Centralia. So went all the way clear out to Longview to a hospital to get treated for stab wounds, and then they got back to WSP. WSP reached out to her again, and she was like, well, actually, I stabbed the man. Um, you just don't see many stabbings along the side. Along the side, and then and then that's land. that's the other piece to this story so is like that it happened land. on the side of I five, the distributor lane of um, you know in Centralia off Exit eighty two. Uh, I did not learn whether this was the actual meeting place, whether this was a destination that they had agreed upon to to sort of duke it out. Or if they just realized, they just saw each other and said, it's, it's hands on site. <laughs> <laughs> and they just got out and, and went to brawling. But the Temecula of Washington. An interesting little story there. Um, to, if, if that does not uh, lend towards uh, your point that you were making earlier, that uh, Lewis County does have some interesting crime. Yeah. They always have cool crime. They do. Yeah. Uh, People's Champion of the Week. Shall we go with uh, the, we've already called the race for Ashley Chrisman. Oh yeah, oh, so, let's call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, doing something positive on the TV yeah. that, that that gets her up in the rafters here in the Chronicle World Podcasting headquarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Ashley Chrisman, on your People's Champion of the Week award. And if she if she it wins, does not it, come with a ten thousand dollars prize. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if she does win the ten thousand dollars, I'm gonna be back here next Sunday advocating for two consecutive back to back a repeat. Oh. All right. Well, I will be tuning in tomorrow to we will, see. We will be more confident in our race calling. <laughs> <laughs> what if we? What? What if? What I would be devastated. I would be devastated. I'm not, I'm not even gonna say it. I, what were you saying? I was gonna say, what if we watch it and she just like, she does not. And win, it, and it was like, underwhelming. If yes. if my prediction was underwhelming. Yeah. What if Jackson I, of, of was course. like awfully wrong? Yeah. yeah I, that's that's what I, I would be devastated if that happened. But I didn't want to imply an insult to Ashley yeah, Christmas, of course. who makes. Great cookies. Did you try any of her cookies? See, you know, I, I, I couldn't afford them, huh? It, it, well, 
you know, a little bit, sort of, not really. I didn't actually ask, but it was like, <laughs> you know, you're just you're looking, hoping to get offered. You're cookies? looking at these just gorgeous cookies and you're like, well, clearly these are meant for so- like these are being shipped somewhere. Like yeah. these are not just for the hey, nice, nice of you to drop by here, take a cookie. Like these were uh, these were game cookies, if you will. So no. So no. So okay. no, I did right. not. Thank you. But I, I will say, um, and again, don't mean, of course I don't mean any disrespect to Ashley. I did wonder internally, obviously the optics of these cookies are beautiful. I mean, these are yeah. no question. But the taste. I, I did want, I did have questions like, oh, oh man, I really you. wish I would have tasted a cookie because, you wish you know, you had some rejects hey, art, around art is you. 50% of it, sure, but you got you to gotta back it up with a, a great tasting cookie. Well, and I, and I, again, I'm sure it's a phenomenal cookie. All right. Okay. Maybe I just got to buy a dozen, you know. I should yeah, just well. go support a local business. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That sounds like, the, that sounds like a good choice. Uh, moving on to Siren's Banger of the Week. We actually have two this week. <laughs> the second one I had, I had so many questions on. <laughs> uh, first one, police, a person tells police he wants his son scared straight after not doing homework. Oh. Uh, police received a report in uh, Chehalis regarding a juvenile problem where a person's son was not doing his homework. The reporting party told police they wanted their son scared straight. Uh, I guess the insinuation is that they asked the police to come and knock down the door and tell the kid to do their homework or they would go to jail. You know, you really wonder what that was, what the insinuation on that scared straight comment was. But I just, you know, these ones, because I know the next one that's coming uh, after this one. You sometimes read these entries that, and these are both out of Chehalis, and Chehalis does a little bit of a different entry where it's much more like you're looking at sort of like a 9-1, it almost feels like you're looking at like a 9-1-1 dispatcher, like the notes yeah. that they're it's typing. It's like raw copy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just how wild of a left turn that this story took into wants his son scared straight. It's like, <laughs> seems so reasonable, like just trying to, <clears throat> you know, get him to do his homework, took him outside, try and get him to calm down a little bit, all these things. And then yeah. it's just the last line is just Call like, the cops <laughs> on the wants, wants his son, quote, scared straight. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Assuming oh, the, my goodness. Assuming uh, the Centralia yeah, Council budget gets passed, they could show up in riot gear. Yeah, <laughs> that that would probably uh, scare it's a... It's preventative as well in that way. Because <laughs> it would be less likely to riot as well. Uh, yeah. Are you resisting? <laughs> uh, and then the second item... Old house renters showed up at property while being renovated, refused to leave. At 2.30 p.m. on Wednesday, police received a report in the 400 block of Southwest William Avenue, which I looked it up. It's a block uh, it was a block close towards the freeway from Cascade and Shalis regarding a disorderly man who reportedly showed up to a residence he previously rented and refused to leave. But this is the kicker. <laughs> the reporting party also told police he ate the workers' lunch while at the property. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> again, again. What if there's some tragic underbelly to this story? I don't want to laugh too much, but yeah, yeah. just a random guy showing up and eating your lunch is <laughs> just like showing funny. up to a construction site and ranting. You know, I used to work. I used to live here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that's what makes me laugh so much because I'm envisioning this disgruntled previous owner or just previous like renter of this house. Type of who's just, in. Yeah, who's just letting these you know renovators have it, and then somehow just works his way over to their lunch and starts eating it just like in protest <laughs> of the work they're doing. Or, or like a like a Charlie Murphy in the print sketch like Chappelle Chef. Yeah. Yeah. He ate her lunch. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that was a pretty good one. I hope there's not a, a, a you know a more I hope tragic lunch yeah, yeah. as it appears to be. Yeah, yeah. And I hope the lunch was good too. You know, the man seemed upset, so Somebody yeah, I mean, packed you a good Sammy in there. Yeah, yeah and I had it. I had a banger of a sandwich. <laughs> wife made lasagna and i think uh, uh you know i suppose it's a good thing that everything appears to be resolved without an arrest being made uh that's also i guess positive you know yeah yeah it seems uh, i guess it's to say that appears that uh they let bygones be bygones <laughs> uh anything to add before we jump to facebook comments of the week i do not uh no i guess i do have one thing um, we talked about Stacey Denham in the riot gear, and he mm-hmm. did issue a statement yesterday and said, I'm going to read it, a recent discussion during city, a city council workshop concerning the purchase of riot gear for our officers has begun to evolve a na- into a narrative that does not reflect the position of myself or Centralia Police. As the chief of police, under no circumstances do I believe that people of color are the root cause of the social unrest we have seen this year. Social unrest and subsequent rioting have been a challenge for law enforcement for decades. It has manifested out of numerous social and political issues. The Centralia Police Department is blind to color in executing our duties to protect our citizens. And then, I sincerely apologize if I have offended anyone while attempting to explain the events, social issues, as that was not my intention. I continue to learn how to best navigate the issues by remaining committed to protecting our community's quality of life, blah, 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 blah. It's Sorry. a nice statement. I appreciate it. Although, if I were him, I would have used performing rather than executing. I thought that as well. But, um, but in this yeah, term, the intent of the statement is uh, appreciated. I'm glad he, he came out and said something, because we were getting a lot of comments, and if he didn't address it, eventually we probably we have, have to, to go a little out. further yeah. on it just to yeah. get some clarification. <clears throat> All right. Facebook comments of the week. Story. Lighted tractor parade moved to drive through at fairgrounds. Comment. Not a good idea. Too much congestion. Please rethink this idea. That's what I said during the Halloween backup. It's a drive-through. So was the Veterans Memorial Museum. Drive-through at a lot of congestion. The fairgrounds. A lot of congestion. Speed Are you up? concerned about the congestion <laughs> at the fairgrounds? Like, is I, I'm quite. I'm curious if if he's concerned about like traffic flow in the greater Twin Cities area, or if he's concerned about how quickly he can get through. The, uh, the static parade. It. If it's um, as popular and it gets as many people that come to it every year to drive through it, I could easily see if I'm if it's working the way I imagine that eventually the line would come out onto the main road, maybe stretch all the way back to the viaduct. Yeah, I mean, come in this way anyway. Could it could? So. Uh, story: Gates Foundation adds seventy million for vaccines in poor countries. Comment: We don't want it. Was it uh, signed to poor countries? Insinuating we are the poor country? Yeah. Uh, story. China re- or chain reaction for governor's seat possible if Inslee joins Biden's cabinet. Story. Comment. Demand a recount. Well, what was he talking about? Joe Biden's win or Inslee's I win? I think he's talking about Inslee's win. Hmm. Um, that seemed pretty decisive. By the way, on that note, I, I was incorrect. I thought if Inslee left... Um, Denny Heck, the new lieutenant governor, would step into his shoes. And I thought fit, that's what the lieutenant governor fit, did. Well, you haven't let me finish, Aaron. Okay, fine. <sighs> Man. Are you flustered? Do you need a moment? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna he take would five. become governor. He would uh-huh. become governor if he resigned, but then they would hold another election for the rest of Inslee's term. So, Lauren Culp can leave his signs out, potentially. Oh. And run again against... I'm just saying, for a <laughs> month and a half. I'm just saying. I didn't know. I didn't know that uh, it wasn't going to be. Well, that would only happen time. if the choice was made before, like January 20th. 
I don't I don't know that. Okay. Well. Story. Bob Ferguson sued the Trump administration 82 times. What's he going to do now? Comment. This headline should read Bob Ferguson abused his office and wasted taxpayer dollar taxpayer dollars 82 times. Sounds like the excellent headline for an op-ed written by this person. Uh, yeah, I don't believe Ferguson lost many of those uh, 82 lawsuits. Well, you know, is winning, losing, does that really matter these days? You know, we're going to have to wait for so the arbitrary. Uh, <laughs> story, Centralia creates plan for snow in winter months. Comment, just now getting around to devising a plan? Should have done that 120 years ago when the first automobile was brought to Washington State. In defense of the city. This is an annual press release that they... <laughs> what a take. <laughs> Send out at the beginning of every uh, fall. Fools. Every I've one of you. I've been in a car for 120 years, idiot. I do like My to family's imagine. been prepared for four generations. <laughs> just do like to imagine that whoever the public works director is at the city just woke, woke up in a cold sweat and was like, <gasps> Snow? <laughs> what if it snows? We've never thought of this in 120 years. Is the years. press release ready? <laughs> Story. Several local organizations offer free Thanksgiving dinners. Comment. Actually, Inslee has turned dictator using the Emergency Act, sidestepping legislature, taxation without representation. We booted King George for far less. Wow. Yeah. But these people, I have no problem with their opinions because I think that's probably about 60% of Lewis County right mm-hmm. there, if not more. I, I just I had to bring King George into it. <laughs> I, it is funny. I always wondered, like, I want to direct them, kindly direct them to a story that's about Inslee. Like, the, your, the cookie story. I had to yeah. delete quotes that were just like, <laughs> well, Jay Inslee's going to have this place closed. And yeah. it was like, this was like it's a, a week ago. Cookie company. <laughs> it was like a week ago. She works by herself in her home. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just I think sometimes they, you know, they just want to be heard. Uh, in defense of the commenter, in that line, what would the Jay Inslee King George uh, correlation to the Boston Tea Party be? Um, I don't know. I'm hearing mm. uh, possibilities of a Thanksgiving dinner on the steps of the Capitol <gasps> <laughs> for yeah. large crowds. I'm Hosting like a, a banquet. <laughs> yeah, a couple thousand people maybe. I wouldn't in surprise like, me. 30 degree weather just, <laughs> just chilly out there just like freezing but it's throwing turkeys into uh it's into peaceful protest Percival landing at olympia yeah i'm shocked that we haven't had a mask burning yet or you know That's something a good like point. that wow, i'm gonna delete that just so people don't get ideas <laughs> it's, it's a good idea and uh, i probably just haven't seen it <laughs> i'm sure it's happened um all right guys what do we have coming up on tuesday anything in the hopper that we need to discuss um i have not taken a look but let's see over here um i don't know so natalie johnson makes the call on what goes in the paper and i see a lot of stuff in unedited but i don't know exactly we will have a story of course on Inslee's covid19 restrictions um written by our very own rick bannon down at the reflector um there'll be an update on covid cases um including some additional info on the 32 that we got today. Um, I would imagine we will have a story, and I only know this because I wrote it, uh, on the uh, Centralia Salvation Army's Angel Tree program, uh, the you know annual donation of gifts. They give it out to families. They're looking for about almost like 550 families to participate. Wow, yeah, I'm looking at that now. Yeah, uh, lofty goals this year. Uh, have they upped the ante? Is this a new program? Or no, 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 no. The program has been around forever. But are um, they trying to reach more people now? They're trying to reach more people now, uh, more give it to more families. Um, and, it, you know, it's it's very, like, low barrier. I think the restriction or, like, sort of the parameters is you have to be a Lewis County family with kids under 18, and that is it. Okay. 
well, get out there and donate. So get out and donate or get out and receive whatever, uh, wherever you think you uh, lay or lie. All right. And with that, I think we're calling this episode of Chronicle oh, News. Oh, one Talk. more thing. Uh, Gary Edwards won. Stedman conceded. Just had to finish that up oh. last week. Oh, thank you. Stop the press. <laughs> we had to finish the Stop story the last week. It was so contentious that uh, I just just had to let you know. Yeah, Gary Edwards, incumbent. He's uh, got to he follow won, up on that one. And we're calling it. Yeah. All right, congratulations, Gary Edwards. This has been News Dump. You can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and also by clicking the link on Cronline.com. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.